Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on? This is episode 208 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64. Josh, player two on this one, Nightcrawler. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? It is back going. from your vacation. I am back. I'm back. We're doing back-to-back podcasts pretty much. Like, sorry, guys. Get the content out. Sorry. <laughs> Get the content back out. So you guys will have lots to listen to this coming week. Uh, the music you just heard from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels or Ready Player One. The chair I'm sitting in is from OP Seat. If you go to n64josh.com slash OP Seat, you automatically save $10 at checkout. And I believe, I could be mistaken, but I believe... Last I saw, the Master Series is still on sale for $40 off. So you're looking at a total savings of $50 plus free shipping. Now, the Master Series is for smaller individuals and the Grandmaster is for larger individuals. So keep that in mind, depending on your size. All right. My book, Another Castle, is available on Amazon as a paperback and on Kindle. And you can actually read it for free if you are part of the... Uh, uh, I think it's called Kindle Unlimited, actually. So you can sign up for that. You can check the book out for free if you would like. Go to n64josh.com slash another castle. With that, we'll get to the announcements. Hey, listen. All right, guys. Well, like I mentioned in the last podcast, I've had a handful of people ask me how they can help me out with E3. And I'm not one for just taking handouts. So I figured, you know what? I'll put a coupon code on the store. You guys can get a t-shirt or something if you want and help me out. So if you go to n64josh.com slash store, that's all my merch, t-shirts, coffee mugs, leggings, like you name it. It's pretty much there. Baby clothes, uh, all kinds of different stuff. My logo, uh, the different shows, some goofy sayings from stream, things like that. If you use coupon code E3 2019, you automatically save 10% on your entire purchase. So there you go. That's it. N64josh.com slash store. The Mario project still happening. If you would like to be involved with that, go to N64josh.com slash the Mario project. All the details are there. My calendar for streaming n64josh.com slash calendar. That's your hookup. And I do want to invite everybody to the Facebook group n64josh.com slash Facebook group. If that's where you hang out online, I've been trying to be a little more involved there and we still got the discord going strong n64josh.com slash discord. Come hang out. That's going to do it for the announcements under three minutes in. Let's get to the content. Here we go. Here we go. So today is going to be a little different show because I, I mean, look, it's not our normal day anyway. There's it's the weekend. I had Nintendo guru join me earlier today. Nightcrawlers joining me tonight. And we're just going to talk about there's been so many games out 
right? And like a lot of times we can't even sit and talk about them all that much because we're trying to cover news, that kind of stuff. So we're just going to talk about some of the games we played. It's just going to be a conversations show. Pretty, pretty simple. And that's it. So hopefully you guys are cool with that. Again, we're just, just kind of mixing it up. The regularly scheduled shows will be back next week or starting starting Monday. And a crawler is going to join me for that. Eric is on vacation. So let's talk some games, man. What, uh, what, what have been some of the highlights for you the past, uh, I don't know, month and a half or so. Well, I know you and I both never have played. I don't think you've played ever played. I've never played any final fantasy games. And with all these final fantasy games coming out on switch seven and nine and 10 and 10, two and 12, just like, inundating the switch i figured it was time to time to jump in and figure out what this is all about i've i've dabbled in what was it three slash six whatever it technically is on the the only way i have access to that is through the snes classic so it's it's there and i've i've dabbled in it but not really sat down and played it i'm i'm intrigued to go back and now after kind of engaging in this final fantasy saga that i'm going to try to start i know that they're all kind of separate stories in and of themselves but uh I'm, I'm curious to kind of dive headfirst into into everything but you and i both have started seven so let, let, let's kind of start there you 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 started your week last week with an instagram post that kind of didn't include seven and it led to seven so why don't you talk about that a little bit <laughs> yeah so on my way out for uh for vacation um i swung into Best Buy and I actually grabbed Mario Kart Monopoly and because I was like, you know, we're going to the cabin for a couple days and then we're going to head to our, our timeshare. And so quick side note, Mario Kart Monopoly, kind of fun. I think I'm actually going to do like a review video on my YouTube channel because what, what, what is Boardwalk and, and Park Place? Uh, so here's what's interesting is th- they're all tracks from Mario Kart 8 Rainbow Road is uh uh is Park Place the last one or Boardwalk typically I can't remember. Uh, uh whatever the I last think, one is, it's Rainbow Road except yeah. all the other tracks are Mario Kart 8 tracks like new ones. Rainbow Road's mm-hmm. the 64. So I don't know if somebody didn't get the memo right or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't Space Station <laughs> Rainbow Road. <laughs> no, it was 64. <laughs> so kind Oops. of funny there. Uh picked up two more racers. So we got Metal Mario and Doc- Donkey Kong plus Peach, Toad, Luigi and Mario. So uh interesting take. You have the dice to roll and then you have an action die and the action die has like uh green shells, bananas, uh so more reasons to hate Monopoly coins add RNG of, of Mario Kart lightning and blue shells. So it has, <laughs> it has it all. And so what you do, like if, if you're in front of me and I roll the green shell, I, you have to drop coin. You, your, your currency is coins. And so you have to drop three coins wherever you're, wherever you're at. And then if I drive, Oh, if I, if I'm right behind you and then I roll, you know, six and I go past that spot, I pick up those coins. So it's, it's very similar to the, so it's a lot more fast paced and it's it you're you only play until you're out of races you actually have like i think i believe it's it's eight races every time somebody passes go you can pay to get into the race and then whoever ra- rolls the highest on the dice wins the race huh. and it so does sound interesting it i'm telling you monopoly is pretty boring i played it a lot as a kid never really been my thing if 
just as like a Mario Kart board game, it, it actually kind of holds its own. Like it's something that I would I would definitely play again. I, I will say this. My 11 year old was like, oh, this is so boring. But I mean, you know, she typically is just staring at her phone. What, what isn't boring anyway. for an 11 year old? Uh, but my 13 year old played the whole thing, thought it was fun. And and I like that it's a set time. Like you only got to get around eight times. Right. So it's not a two hour monopoly game. No, no. And you could play with only two players. You just divvy things up a little bit. They have a rule set for two players as well. If you want to be able to do that. Cool. So little side note, but Mario Kart monopoly actually pretty fun. Final fantasy seven. Okay. So like you said, started with an Instagram post. I stopped at Best Buy, got Mario Kart monopoly, picked up 10, 10, two and 12 was like, okay. Mind you, I had 40 Switch games packed in a bag. My Zelda Hylian Shield backpack just stuffed full of games. I didn't open the two Final Fantasy games that I bought. I posted, which one should I play? I had a lot of people saying you really should just start with seven. Okay, so then I downloaded seven. Didn't I didn't even open my backpack to get controllers out, my games out, nothing. Played a little bit of Smash but pretty much focused on Final Fantasy. I probably have uh, six hours. So a couple things right off the bat. Uh, For the most part, I went into it completely blind. There were a few areas that I couldn't tell based on the geometry where to go. Like, like it didn't look like there was a pathway. Yeah. And then did did you find so this, I had that problem as well. I, I hit a point and I was, I was in I was in Discord chat actually with like Super Nintendo and Mel's and everybody, and uh, I was I was having this problem like because I kind of had a mini rant that morning on on Discord about like how I enjoy the story and everything, but like it's definitely a reflection of its its time because there's no quest log, there's no waypoints. There is a little thing that you, along with the the speeded up times three, which is, which is convenient for like grinding and, and moving around in the world, but it can be detrimental to you in, in a big fight. If you're kind of just always getting hit with that, that times three speed. Um, but there is another thing you can click on that'll show you everything that's interactable, like exits on that, on the screen, people you can talk to things you can go up and, and, and do. So that was actually a thing that would be helpful for, instead of having waypoints, you can find possible paths and exit points, which is, which is convenient. How is that triggered? Do you remember? I Cause I only it's, know it's, the three, I only know the three it, things. I didn't know that existed. It might be the other, it might be the other joystick click in the, the, the right button three, or it could be one of the bumpers. I'm not sure, but it, it, it brings up like little arrows, little hand arrows that just point at different things that are interesting. Cause I so, saw yeah, the so, times three, I saw like the God mode where you don't take any damage and you always have limit. And, and so I actually had that on and didn't know what it was doing. Like I, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Why is this? Why is my limit then, always going off? I think there's another one as well that just eliminates random encounters. Yeah. If you click, so you can just, if you click both sticks in at the same time, that one shows up. So okay. I, I ended up so, yeah, looking them up because I was one, like, what is yeah. this? You know, like, why am I, why am I? <laughs> it doesn't do a good job explaining a lot so, of that either. <laughs> Yeah. So, but so for the most part, like I've really enjoyed, I haven't had to look up much and it was kind of one of those things where like, if I kept felt like I was just getting stuck over and over again and I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not seeing something. 
I would, I would, I would only try to read, like, I wouldn't go and watch a video. I had like, I think I just pulled up a walkthrough or something and I would only get to a part. Like I would only read just enough to where it was like, Oh, I I know exactly what I have to do. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like, and that's, that's the best way to not spoil yourself on anything. And cause I like, like you, I, I didn't, you didn't have a PlayStation. Did you growing up? Nope. Yeah. I didn't either. I only played Mortal Kombat. That was it. It wasn't in my wheelhouse. I didn't really talk to many people that, that were playing that at the time. So I, I don't have any of the story ruined for me. So I'm actually very looking forward to, to exploring the story because I think that is, that is the, the high point of seven, because obviously it is, it's dated. It's, it's rough to, I mean, it's pretty much just a 2d, 2d painting picture of your area that you're in and a bad 3d sprite trying to run around in a, in a 2d plane that's supposed to be interacted with in some 3d manners. Like there's some ramps and stuff that you're supposed to interact with that are just sometimes hard to decipher what they are. Um, but how engaged I am in playing this, I think I'm about five or six hours in as well, just kind of like you. Um, and the the state of play that Sony had this last week makes me really excited to see what Square is going to talk about on Monday night at E3 and and see this remake and and play that in a more beautiful setting to really enjoy that story when it does come out. Yeah, I will say, like, I've only played handheld. I haven't played on the on the TV once. I. I kind of just let myself go back to 97, right? I was, I was kind of thinking about like, like GoldenEye, you know, Mario Kart, like, and I actually really appreciated what they did with the world and how they, like, it was kind of a really cool looking painting that you were, you know, you were just kind of interacting with what became strange was some of the ladders. You couldn't really tell if they were ladders. Yep. Uh, I re- there's a little construction site that has a gold, like a brass colored like beam a beam and yep. it looks I, like I struggled with that whole section and it and it has random encounters throughout that entire area yeah and i was trying to figure because i was up on on like, top you have, to circ- you have to circle around and i was on top trying to like walk straight into same. it same like why can i not cross yes that's what i because <laughs> it looks like it's sitting around on top. through the pipe around and yep. then up yeah it's it's yeah it was it was a little bit little i'm bit sure different. everyone that grew up playing this game is laughing at us quite a bit right now they, but, yeah they could be it could be so <laughs> uh so the 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 first things first the game starts and I was, I was totally taken by the music. I was like, I like this. This is, it was chill. Credits were rolling. I let it go for probably longer than I thought I would. And then, uh, and then, and then I jumped in and I was, you know, the char- the character models are kind of funny looking. They look like th- their arms and their hands. They look kind of look like Popeye with giant forearms, you know, like just kind of, kind of strange, but but there was just a charm to it because you knew at that time this was like I could see how there would be nostalgia for some people, right? Like obviously none for me whatsoever. But I kind of just let my like I, I tried to do my best not to compare it to like Octopath or you know Xenoblade Chronicles Two things like that. But to just kind of let it let it stand alone and for the most part, I could really appreciate what it was doing. The story, like really great right off the bat. Like you, you're, you're in the, the writing is good. You're interested in the characters. You want to know more about it. 
And so I just, I just kind of lost myself in it and I, I couldn't wait to pick it back up again. And that's, I mean, for me where I tip, I typically lean towards more action, you know, shooters, things like that, that it's definitely saying something for, for me. And so I, I, I kind of did just lose myself in it and, and, and I've really enjoyed it so far. I will say that quality of life, the three to like the times three to speed things up. Absolutely love that because I got to a point that I was like, okay, these fights take a little bit long, you know, especially the ones that you can just quickly, quick click through and get, get through the battles with just the physical attacks and not worry about the magic attacks or anything like that. Yeah. You can just power through it really quick and get, get 300, 300 gil or whatever it's called the currency really quick and get some XP. And cause you, how, how long did you spend? You spent about an hour just grinding up uh, above levels. It was probably about a half hour, probably about a half hour. And there was one area where there was these guards. Well, I think you were like in the, like in the tunnels and these guards come out the door and you can't go past them all that they're just there. And so you can turn and run from them, but I'm like, I'm just going to keep fighting these guys. They weren't very strong. I had plenty of potions and I just was just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And I, I, I probably went up like eight levels. Well then turning that, uh, uh, turning the times three on, I was like, well, this is super helpful. And then I'm like, uh, that's when I looked up that God mode. I'm like, Oh, I'm using that for this little grind section just because it was just so much quicker did that. And then, I haven't turned that, that God mode back on because I'm like, I don't want this to hinder my, like, I, I you still I, want to be, you still want to be challenged by the game. Yeah. And I want it to be, I, I want it to be as true to the original as possible, but I'm just like this little grindy section where I could, I could knock this out much quicker. That's what I'm going to like. I literally sat on my, like in a, like in a lawn chair on the deck of our cabin, like my, my phone in one hand, like, you know, <laughs> just, just pressing a on the other, just trying to, just trying to knock it out. And so, uh, but after that, I, and I've left the random, like the random encounter, I left that on as well. So that's still taking place, even though there were times I was tempted. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just want to get through this, through this section or whatever. Um, I just, I just left it alone. So I'm curious on how long this game is. Cause I literally have no clue. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's, I know it's three discs and I think from what I've heard from people talking, like they're there are clear points I think where you see where disc one ends and disc two ends. So oh. maybe we'll see. I, Cause I know you leave Midgar at some point, so we'll mm. see, we'll see how that, that comes about. Gotcha. Gotcha. All I know is right now there's a lot of mystery with what I'm dealing with. So I'm like, <clears throat> I just, the, 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 the characters just got out of, out of prison and it's a mess. I can say, that's all I'll say. So, <laughs> I know you're a little bit, a little bit behind me. So I, I just got there today. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. I, I played a little bit after we talked. So yeah. Gotcha. So, so yeah. So final fantasy seven on the switch. I'm glad it's there, right? I get to experience this for the first mm-hmm. time. I, I think it's cool. So, uh, another one I picked up, I did a first look today called project Nimbus and it is a mech. Uh, like it's, it's kind of like a mech dog fighting game. Almost. It's kind of what it would, how it plays out. Like, uh, it really kind of reminded me of like crimson skies or something like that, where you're, you know, you're just kind of dog fighting. I did figure out, I've been playing it on the easy setting so I could get through it as fast as possible to be able to give a, a good review. And as I've bumped the difficulty up, you lose a ton of auto aim, which to me, when you're in a mech, like you're playing in a mech game like this, like what was happening is like you could target somebody and your, your gun would actually almost shoot all the way behind you. And I was like, this is rad. Like, I like this. 
Well, it turns out that's part of the casual mode. And they take that away and you've got to really lead these shots on these tiny, like these tiny characters. And I don't know, it, you could still have some, like you have missiles that can track and things like that, which was, which was great. I just kind of relied more on those. Well, watching the first look, it looks like the skybox is not that easy to decipher your enemies. Sometimes if you're, if you're having to lead those shots, it, it would be a little bit to like, if you watch with the auto aim, how you're shot, like the, the arc and you're just like, and even that misses sometimes. So then to lose that altogether, your machine gun almost becomes useless. At that point, you're only using your machine gun versus large enemies that are moving slow, you know, right which, in front of you, which I really enjoyed the machine gun. I thought it was pretty, I thought it was really cool. So, you know, kind of a weird, weird choice. Overall, I have a feeling the game's probably going to land around a 7.5. I'm hoping there's a little more variety in the levels as I get further in. But but I am having fun. I felt like when you're in a mech, you want to feel like like kind of unstoppable almost. You know what I mean? Like and that's that's how the, the, this game does a good job of really making it feel like you're something to be messed with or you're not something to be messed with, you know, so. So like quick take right now, is it like a good $20 holdover until Damon X Machina decides to come out? It, it uh, honestly, if I could get the look of Damon X Machina with the, pl- the gameplay of, of this, it'd be like the, it'd be like the perfect, perfect scenario because the, the graphics, the graphics are okay. It's the lack of animation for some of the, the, uh, the mechs that I was like, they feel a little stiff. You're, they, you're flying and your mech was just like, just like arms yeah, at its side and, almost yeah. like a almost like a like a like an early tech demo in a way where it was like man i'd like to see the legs moving around a little bit the arms moving just just give it a little more life make it feel a little more alive because it just kind of felt lifeless you know so when your mech swings its sword do you see a little bit of animation there there is some there yeah yeah there is there is definitely that so uh yeah it's it, i believe it's 17.99 right now i think is a like a little like it's it's it emotional be, yeah early, early offering on eShop. Exactly. Stay, stay, stay on the front page kind of thing. And it was, it was on PS4 and PC as well. So, um, and it, I mean, they like you use every button <laughs> like, and I'm not kidding. You use every, every, including the, the D pad on the, on the left side, like everything <laughs> use every button. So I played a lot handheld. I played a little bit on, uh, I played on the TV today, uh, periodically my monitor periodically just to um, get a feel i do prefer it docked but i mean it played the frame rate never really dipped at all it stays pretty pretty consistent i believe they were shooting for a 60 i'm not sure they quite hit it but wherever they did hit it stayed um, it stayed pretty consistent so uh, overall pretty pretty fun game so uh next up one we've both kind of checked out i've talked about kind of extensively but uh steam world quest you've you've kind of been digging into that right yeah i've slowed down a little bit since i've kind of picked up more on final fantasy seven but uh i've really enjoyed just the the art the artwork in steamroll quest and just the the simplicity that it that it it does have but it does have kind of a hidden layer of complexity if you really want to dive into it and really think about your decks and how you want to build them because you only get to have eight cards per character and so i mean a max of 24 cards and you got to really think about how you want to manage that that steam power to have those powerful moves. And then if you want to, you have to think about those discards. And, and if you want to, it's just a lot of management. If It can be a really good deck building game if you want it to be. Or it can be find something that you, f- you feel like works and you can, you can power through. And it, it 
I haven't really it's not a super challenging game. I'm, I believe I'm playing through on like just the, the normal setting and I haven't encountered a, a, a fight that I've lost or fainted or or gotten a game. I don't even know what happens if you if you lose a fight. I, I think I have had to run away from one fight, but that was it. And it's been fun. I think I'm through. I'm in Act Three. Um, it can be. It, it, it's good that it's 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 kind of kind of a linear game, but then it's also open in just the the small little chapter that you're you're currently in. Um, but it can be a little taxing sometimes when you think you've found everything, and then you get to the end of the chapter and you see like. 90% completion and you have to go back and try to find one chest because I don't like seeing that number sitting there. And it's like, you also are getting items or weapons that can in- change your attacks or your special, uh, special card ability. If you, if you link your attacks or there's sometimes are card chests that are hidden throughout the, the world. Mm. Uh, the card chests I think are a little bit easier to find. They, they want you to find those cards and have that, that deck expanded. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like seeing that I didn't get 100% completion. So sometimes you got to go back through. If you hit a, a, a save um, a save and healing area, all the enemies respawn. So then if, you've, if you're going back to explore something, then you got to rebattle, which you can grind out a little bit. I guess that works that way. But um, you have to also be aware of when you come across those, those save um, statues that that probably means you're coming up on like a boss fight. So that's your, your idea to maybe turn around and go look for something. If you're going through a second time and trying to find everything, but I've been enjoying it. It's, it's good. I have, I think five members in my party. So now it comes really like choosing what characters you want to, to level up. Um, because kind of just like the same, same problems with like Octopath Traveler, you gotta, they gotta be active in your party to get experience and level up. So you gotta think if you want to, rank everybody up together or just power superpower like three three characters got it yeah yeah i've enjoyed i've enjoyed my time what do you what do you think of it graphically like do you do you like the art style uh i mean it it it's just in line with with all the other steam world games i think the the animations that they have going with it like really fit they kind of have that uh loose loose in the armor kind of bobbing around they're they're just these gangly robots that are dressing up like playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's, it's, I mean, I enjoy it. I I think it's colorful and vibrant. It's, uh, it, it fits exactly in their aesthetic that they've had with SteamWorld one or SteamWorld dig one SteamWorld dig two. I picked up heist recently just cause it was on like super sale for like seven bucks. So they all, they all look the same. You kind of know what you're going to get if you buy one of those games. Yeah. And the writing is super good too. Like I really yeah. enjoy the story. It's, 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 it's the interaction between the two characters, especially early on is, is quite comical. Like there's, there's some parts I actually laughed at. Like, yeah. They, they, they make fun of one of their friends who lives in his mom's basement all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. Okay. Well, we both spent a little bit of time with mortal Kombat 11. How are you? Uh, how are you liking that one? I like it. Um, it, I've I've watched some some Twitch streams of like PC or of I think they're mainly PS4 players I think that are putting a lot of stream content out and playing it you can definitely tell that it's been dumbed down on the Switch but it still looks pretty incredible for what it is um I will say it's not the greatest 
it's it's one of those games that's not built the greatest for handheld like it'll work and you can play it if you're in your house but it's not built for that like suspend walk away come back kind of thing because it it always wants to reconnect to the internet it wants to be online all the time Mm. um so it's it while it is possible i think you get a better experience it has like the daily challenges like win three matches as a certain character or uh execute these kind of moves so it it wants to do that it's a game that wants to do its daily check-in with its server to to let them know what you're doing how you're doing all that kind of stuff i did start the story mode a little bit i had never well I, i hadn't really played since they they did the reboot wasn't it like seven or eight was when they kind of started this like big story push that they've had in these games. And I didn't. Uh, so what I did is I went to uh, IGN had like a seven minute video or something like that, that kind of just roughly framed in the, the world of Mortal Kombat and what the, what the story is involved in. And it goes back all the way to Mortal Kombat one. And it talks about what that tournament was in that game and the timeline and how it all works. And this story is super interesting because it pretty much just, lets them put a reset on everything because it involves time travel and it's it's really fun so i've been enjoying just playing through the playing through the story and uh you unlock a, a new fighter to play as after like chapter four so i made sure to do that i haven't really dabbled online i think uh i tried to play a little bit with somebody on uh discord uh last week and it was both late for both of us. And I think the servers were, it, they had just pushed a brand new update. So I think the servers were a little wonky and we kept getting disconnects, but, mm. but otherwise, I mean, I've had the game quit on me maybe, maybe twice. It's gotten its own in, in its own way. It's tripped over its own feet and, and quit. But otherwise, I mean, it runs, it, it takes a little while to load stuff up, but this is a triple A game that we got day and date with with everybody else so i think the more the more companies that are willing to do that the better so like big props to wb for doing that and then also like bethesda when they're getting ready to do that here with uh with um doom eternal oh we're gonna talk about doom eternal on monday i can't wait i can't wait um yeah the storyline has been really cool in mortal Kombat. like i love the way the cutscenes just flow into the fights oh and yeah they just seem to like they seem to really uh they just mesh really well together and the the cutscenes are great it's like an over the top like it's like an r-rated expendables movie almost it's kind of what like kind of what i was the vibe i was getting from it and uh, yeah really really enjoying it like I, I i hope to get get some more time with it because it is uh it, it is a lot of fun and, and this i mean what's weird to say for a fighting game that the story is is so much fun but it really is the case. I mean, and I really didn't, I kind of got out of these games. Like GameCube era was kind of the last time I was playing like deadly Alliance. And, uh, um, I can't remember what the other one was called now. So, um, and so, yeah, I just kind of, I kind of, I kind of walked away from it a little bit, even though I was such a huge fan as a kid, but really, really, really digging 11. I'm hoping to get more time. I feel like it's pretty approachable too. Like I know there's probably a whole lot more combos that are, that are hidden that websites will have up or already probably do have up, but if you pick up a character and you're like, cause the story lets you, sometimes you have a choice between one or two characters that you can pick, but otherwise you're locked into a character that's involved in that story plot line that you're doing. So if you're not familiar with them, you just quick hit start and you can get like a quick list of three or four moves. And then 
I've been using an IGN list for uh, fatalities because that is something you have to not unlock, but to see the combo easily. Um, you have to get it in the, I forget what it's called, the crypt, I think is what it's called. Um, and so that's kind of where you have to get their currency and then you can get brutalities and all sorts of stuff that you can see the combo. So everything is, you're capable of doing everything, but you don't have access to the what the combo is unless you look it up. But otherwise, like these basic kind of character specific moves, which a lot of them share the same inputs, which is like back forward A or back forward B kind of kind of thing is uh, is there for you to look up real quick. So you can just quickly access that and then it makes it a much more enjoyable experience. So I feel like it's pretty approachable. Yeah. And those mid, I can't remember what they're called, like that mid, like midway through when you're about to about to lose all your health and you go oh, the, the fatal blow that yeah that yeah. like you get down to like your last third of health and it, it's it's kind of a cat and mouse game where you have to choose it because you only get it once per the three rounds right I, it might recharge i don't think it does but i think see so you have to like choose when you want to use it if you are like down and out and you need to get their health down and you know it's not going to kill them or you're at a point where you want to just engage it and end the fight or if you save it till round two or three, when you're guaranteeing yourself the the victory, then yeah, it's it's and they're they're all animated really cool. They are so and in some cases better than the fatalities. Like I, yeah. I, I like, they're more like enjoyable the than the fatalities. I feel like yeah. some of them. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> so completely different style game, Box Boy and Box Girl. You you've uh, you played all the way through it, correct? Uh, so yeah, so the original like the the main single player just Box Boy. I beat um I think it took me about nine hours or so. It's it's like seventeen worlds with I think varying from like five to eight like puzzle rooms uh per per world. Um it's it's really it, it varies kind of how it plays. It it's it it makes you think. Um and then I what I wasn't expecting is you get to the end and uh the the tall rectangle i forget what he's called i think he has a name um but he has a whole campaign to go through so i'm on like world six or something like that with him and there's there's less worlds or less levels in each of his worlds there's only like five so far but they all um so i don't have quite the i think they usually build up the abilities that you get so i don't have quite the the arsenal that i had with with box boy um but this this game is approachable enough. I think I might try to talk my wife into into playing it with me because there is this, the whole other thing of of the the co op with Box Boy and Box Girl. And this game has tons and tons and tons of cosmetics, which I was a little off put at the very beginning. That like I beat the main game and I didn't have enough money to purchase even like they have they have this sub sub game that's like called Balloon World. You have like, I think in the, the box boy campaign, you have like five of those to unlock. I've unlocked them. I haven't gone back and played them. So I don't even know if I get currency, maybe doing that as well. But there's like two separate sets of currency. One is uh, points you get for like uh, unlock cosmetics, like hats. Uh, you get eyes, lips and like clothes and hats. Um and then the other one is like for these for balloon world and music and there's a little comic thing, but then that's those points that buy those things can also uh, you can buy hints in, in the world. Like I haven't had to do that yet. Um, but if you're, if you're struggling, you can buy a hint sitting, sitting there. It recognizes, I guess if you're 
if you've died a few times. Um, but then you can also buy some some power ups in the shop, which I don't quite remember what they do because I haven't bought any. But it is it it's a very approachable game. There's there's three um, targets, so there's like kind of bronze, silver, gold. It doesn't really go that. It it varies how many uh, current how much currency you get, but uh, it sets targets for how many boxes you can mm-hmm. you can use and and collect the crowns and all that kind of stuff so it's it's been it's been a fun challenge if you come if i come across something that i've i've been struggling with it's it's good just either sit there or sometimes just walk away sometimes i just do a world or two and then uh like i've been playing this on some downtime at work and i was walk away from it and i'd sit there and think about it and it's it's just a good thing you can all it's something easily you can visualize in your head and then come up with your possible solutions because everything everything is possible with, with what they've given you. So it's, it's really fun to think about it and, and solve some of those more complex ones once you get there. Yeah. The little bit of time I spent with it, it's been, it was, it was a really cool game and I do, I do hope to play more. Uh, the last one here that we both just picked up before we went live was Ninja Gaiden from the arcade archives. And I couldn't believe it. Like I, I, I was, we were, I was just scrolling through the shop and I see this and I was like, no way. Right. I'm like, and I love these classic arcade rums. Like, I think they're just the the best thing ever because it just that there's such a huge nostalgia pull for me when it comes to these arcade games. And so, uh, I, I, I downloaded it, you know, inserted my coin. I'm doing finger quotes (laughs) and uh, started playing and it all came back to me. Like, I don't know that I played this game a lot in the arcade, but I feel like it was always at pizza parlors or at the bowling alley or something. And you're a ninja fighting these guys that look like uh, Jason from Friday the 13th. They've all got hockey masks and you can throw them through signs and everything. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like I remember playing this. And, and I was I was just like so stoked to be able to play this game again. Because it it was, it was, it was like one of those games that I had like kind of forgotten about. And then the opening sequence, you see a, a ninja and a dude with a hockey mask collide. And I was like, I was like, Hmm, this kind of seems familiar. And then as soon as the opening level started, I was like, Oh my gosh, I lost so many quarters to this game. You know, it was always one of the, like one of the hardest games in the arcade. It seemed like, you know, but uh, I, I guarantee my uncle and I, spent plenty of quarters trying to uh see how far we could get into the uh uh into the game and the when you run out of credits the ninja is sitting there he's tied up there's like these weird wolves and different creatures around him and there's this giant saw blade coming down towards his chest and if you don't put in money the whole screen goes red and he <laughs> screams and i was like oh my gosh i totally Pretty brutal remember. for 1988 <laughs> yes but i totally it it all took me back i don't did you play it back in the day at all i mean i remember seeing some of these i don't i don't remember this one in particular but this one is so much different like mario mario arcade archives is pretty much kind of what became the home console game this is just completely different in the sense that it's not a uh like a challenge platformer it's a it's a beat-em-up Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually move up and it's not just left to right. This is like, this is like an early final fight, (laughs) you know, uh, double dragon, right? Like that's, that's the style of game this is. And yeah, I love the sprite work and everything in it. Like it's a little bit slower. You were playing, you're like, is there a jump button? (laughs) (laughs) 
Because <laughs> he jumps all weird, but if you get near an enemy and you jump, he flips them and he'll throw them into signs and you can trash some of the level. And I was I was at the very beginning, there's a phone booth, and if you like jump at the phone booth, he like wall runs and then backflips <laughs> up it. Like it's yeah. it's and then he's like doing a, a gymnastics like flip, <laughs> like spinning and sideways if you're just standing there still. So yeah, it's it's very different. It's not your traditional just jump up and or anything like that. It's not, it's not TNMT 1989 or anything like that. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. So, all right, well, cool. Hey, this has been fun. Let's wrap it up here. Crawler, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me hanging out in the discord, uh, in six, four, josh.com slash discord. I know we've been seeing kind of just a string of, of people, even without Josh putting out content this last week. So, props to you i guess on your youtube videos <laughs> getting, getting those people to come in um and then also uh regular monday nights what time do we record uh seven seven o'clock seven, seven yeah seven, seven pacific yep. uh right here on this channel for the smash rose cast uh and then uh occasionally on my uh twitch channel uh nightcrawler 724 nightcrawler without the e and then also on twitter Right on, right on. Guys, you can follow me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all the places. It's at N64Josh. You can follow this show at NPowerCast on Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to f- check out the show notes from this episode, it's N64Josh.com slash NPC208. You can email the show. You got questions, comments, concerns, NPC at N64Josh.com. If you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels or Ready Player One. The chair I'm sitting in from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC to automatically save $10 at checkout. I do have a Patreon if you want to help support the content I create. It's patreon.com slash n64josh. You can check out the tiers if you would like. Uh, Again, guys, if you want to pick up some merch n64josh.com slash store coupon code e3 2019 to save 10% on all of the merchandise uh, crawl already mentioned the discord I will mention the facebook group again n64josh.com slash facebook group if you want to come and hang out and I just want to say thanks thanks for listening thanks for sharing if you're watching this on youtube or you're here live thank you so much we really do appreciate it and uh, Eric will be back in a week, Crawler is going to fill in again on Monday. Uh, if unless there could be there could be a, uh, a a a relatively well known creator joining me, I just haven't heard I haven't heard back yet. We haven't we haven't we haven't solidified the date. So uh, if if that doesn't happen, Crawler will be back on uh, on Monday as well as on the Smash Bros. Cast. We'll be doing we'll do them two in a row. So um, yeah. Yeah, should be should be good. So hope you guys don't mind so many shows this week. But uh, hey, I had to I had to make it up to you, you know, so that's that's just the way it goes. So, uh, yeah, you you, you're going to probably talk about it on Monday show. If this ended up happening again, you picked up the Capcom beat em up as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to try that out and maybe you and I can get some online co-op stuff going. Yeah, that'd be rad. That'd be rad. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye now.